Welcome, everyone, to Press TV's news review program, where we get in-depth in one of the day's top stories. Now, uh, Russia says the U.S. has failed in its mission in Afghanistan as the Taliban are pressing on with their territorial gains there. The Americans left, as President Biden confirmed, because they considered their mission to be accomplished. Of course, he tried to paint it in the most positive colors, but everyone understands that the mission failed. Sergey Lavrov said the hasty withdrawal of U.S. and NATO troops from the country has destabilized the region and worsened the threat of terrorists. Lavrov also warned that the instability in Afghanistan could spread into neighboring countries. He made the remarks on the sidelines of the Central South Asia Conference in Uzbekistan. Clashes have intensified between the Taliban and Afghan government forces in recent weeks. Militants have seized dozens of districts and several border crossings with Afghanistan's neighboring countries. And now joining us for the program is Mr. E. Michael Jones, editor at Culture Wars Online Magazine from South Bend, Indiana, and Mr. Lawrence Davidson, former lecturer from Westchester University, joining us out of Westchester, Pennsylvania. Gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you both to the program. I guess we'll start there in South Bend with, with you, Mr. E. Michael Jones. Your initial thoughts on Sergey Lavrov's remarks saying the U.S. basically uh, really turned this country upside down upon its head and, and now is leaving. Well, Afghanistan was always known as the graveyard of empires. Uh, anyone who knew history knew that. Anyone who knew history would know that the uh, American mission there was going to fail. So it was only a matter of time. Uh, the British tried it. They ended up uh, with William of Kandahar trying to march out of Afghanistan and being slaughtered by, by the natives, leaving only one man left to tell the tale. The Russians had their chance. They left in an orderly fashion, and now the United States is just going to pull out and leave in a disorderly fashion. So there are no surprises here. The mission, uh, no, no one ever knew what the mission was. The mission had something to do with 9-11. What it had to do with 9-11, no one is sure. They claimed that uh, uh, Osama bin Laden was living in caves after a while, uh, but that wasn't true. So the only plausible explanation that I can come up with was, uh, number one, resurrecting the heroin trade. Uh, the Taliban had stopped the heroin production of opium uh, by 1999. As soon as the Americans got there, the trade increased uh, uh, to the point where it, it is today. The other thing I know for certain is that it was uh, a stage for social engineering. I met a student at uh, Notre Dame University uh, from there who was going to go back and she was going to teach uh, gender studies to the Afghani people. I tried to warn her that this was a death sentence. Uh, I hope she doesn't go back under those. She probably won't go back now because there are probably no slots open for gender studies professors in Afghanistan. So this just shows, these two examples show the, the futility and the pointlessness of the American involvement there. Thank you, Mr. E. Michael Jones and Mr. Lawrence uh, Davidson. Always a pleasure to have you on Press TV. Hope you're safe and doing well. Larry, your initial thoughts on this? Well, I agree, basically. Um, I think it's rather ironic that the uh, <clears throat> Russian, Russians are trying to point fingers at the U.S. Um, they invaded uh, 
Afghanistan in 79 and essentially killed what's between 6 and 11 percent of the population, um, as well as a whole lot of their own uh, people dying or injured. And, um, <clears throat> and then they left. Um, so there's not that much, really that much difference here. Um, the Russian withdrawal led to the Taliban government. Um, and we then went in on the, <clears throat> on the uh, thoughts that uh, the Taliban were hosting or protecting Osama bin Laden. And, um, and, and Bush just invaded the place. I mean, he demanded, I remember he demanded Osama bin Laden be turned over and the Taliban said, wait a minute, uh, we have to find him first. And Bush just, uh, just didn't wait for an answer really and just invaded the country. And then for the next 20 years, which doubled the time the Russians were in there, um, the same thing played out again, uh, and we now uh, leave an, an, an interminable, unwinnable struggle. Um, I think from uh, the American public's point of view now, <clears throat> um, there are two things that I note that worry the public um, about this withdrawal. One, they basically wanted to be out. The, the American people basically agree with the withdrawal, but they worry. They worry about, um, for one thing, the interpreters who worked with, uh, with the Americans. Uh, they're worried about their fate, and uh, they're worried about, more generally, about the fate of Afghan women. Um, that's because gender studies is actually popular here in the United States. Um, and we have no real understanding of uh, Afghan culture. So that's the state of uh, the situation for us. Right. And Mr. E. Michael Jones, and we've heard uh, President Joe Biden say our mission has been achieved in Afghanistan. It's, it's time to bring our, our troops home. We've, we've heard uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin echo the, those, that same sentiment that our mission has been accomplished, even as far as saying so to Anthony Blinken there when they were in Brussels about two months ago. So my, my question to you, what was the, the big win for the U.S. in 20 years of, of uh, you know, presence in that country? There has to be some justification why these three gentlemen would say that our mission has been accomplished or achieved and it was successful. It's time to go home. Where was the success? Uh, help us see it. I can't do the impossible. <laughs> they have to say something to justify leaving. And the best way to say, uh, uh, to justify it is to say we won and pull out. Uh, this was similar, uh, it, it, there are similarities with Vietnam. I think in many, uh, Zbig Brzezinski said that Afghanistan was payback for Vietnam and this was going to be the Russian Vietnam. And if you read uh, memoirs of the Afghansi uh, the Russians who served in Afghanistan, you can tell that there was a lot of damage that was inflicted on those people, on the soldiers there. Uh, Vietnam was a real war. Uh, I don't think Afghanistan was ever a real war. It was an occupation. I mean, there were people who died there, but for the most part, you, they were all these people were hunkered down in their bunkers. And, and the classic example from my, my point of view was our illustrious mayor, of uh, the gay mayor of South Bend, Indiana. 
who has part of filling out his resume, uh, decided to volunteer for the American to be to Afghanistan, where he sat behind a computer most of the time, playing video games, I guess, uh, and would drive out in, among the population. And he considered this was uh, a combat. This is the way he treated it as combat. So th this is the type of shadow game that was going on in Afghanistan, where there there was no uh, there was no real purpose, at least not publicly stated. No one's going to talk about heroin, uh, if that's the the real role. Very few people talked about social engineering and feminism. So how uh, it's it's hard to, to it's hard to say that the mission wasn't accomplished because no one knows what the mission was in the first place. And that's a great point, Larry, that uh, Mr. E. Michael Jones just said. So if I mean after 20 years, even initially, if it was to go in after Al Qaeda because of the September 11th attacks and they felt the Taliban were harboring Al Qaeda, it only took a couple of years to basically uh, either scare Al Qaeda, the remnants of what was left in Afghanistan, into Pakistan or basically wipe out Al-Qaeda. So if, if your job was now to fight the Taliban, it only took a few years after that for you to realize you're not going to beat the Taliban, especially with the deployment that you have, as many troops, you don't have enough troops there on the ground, even with NATO forces combined to fight the group. And that, that only took a couple more years. So why stick around for another 14 years to figure what out, Larry? Right, I, I, I think that the mistake was not, you know, if you're going to go in there, once you have uh, destroyed the infrastructure, the Al Qaeda infrastructure in Afghanistan, um, then you declare victory and you leave. But we hung on. <clears throat> Ultimately, I imagine the mission was rationalized by uh, two things. One is a kind of hopeless desire to westernize the country. Um, and uh, which is a sort of silly idealism. And one and the other was uh, the, the military's fear of, of apparent uh, uh, defeat, um, which is now visited upon them anyway. Um, but if you really want to know what the mission is, well, ask George Bush. Hmm. He's the one who put, it as, put us in there. But Bush, Bush is... Uh, Bush is not the kind of person who would even know what the mission was, you know, to pay back, to, to, to have uh, some sort of punishment. It was revenge. It was a revenge thing and a step into Iraq. All right, gentlemen, thank you both for joining us. Always a pleasure to have you both on. Stay safe, both of you. Mr. E. Michael Jones, joining us from South Bend, editor of Culture Wars Online Magazine, and Lawrence Davidson, former lecturer out of Westchester University, joining us from Westchester uh, Pennsylvania and viewers that's a wrap for this segment of your press TV's news review program thank you for tuning in and goodbye for now